Hello, Janet Gallen here, Love Letters Live. And I am here solo today because I want to talk to you about something. I want to talk to you about hate letters. I often get asked about that. And, you know, should you write a love letter or a hate letter? The um, choice is yours, up to you. When it comes to letters, you are the boss. Whatever you say is up to you. You're entitled. Let's talk about hate letters. I unfortunately know a little something about hate letters because I wrote one once years ago and it was a Lulu. It was to a car dealership. They deserved everything I said times 10. And oh, I just sat there and I wrote it and I wrote it and it was not just a hate letter, it was two pages long. The envelope was so filled with vitriol that I was kind of amazed that it didn't burn a hole right through the envelope, but it didn't. And I know it got to where I sent it. Here's what I think. Actually, here's what I pretty much know. And I wanna share it with you if it helps you to um, make a decision about whether you wanna write a hate letter or not. Here's what happens. It was dear, you know, some vile, nasty name that I called the people. I assured them that they just were too awful to live. I, whatever I did, it was awful. I, I recounted every bad thing they did, sprinkling my entire letter with just invectives and anger and, oh, it, oh and I sent it to the CEO of the company. You know, my, my mother kind of raised me to think that, you know, people think that you kind of start, you work your way up. No, you start at the top. You work your way down if you have to. Anyway, my letter went to the CEO of this automobile company and I just ripped his throat out. What I know is that, and I think this is true about hate letters, people who get them, they open the envelope, they get maybe a sentence and a half into the well-deserved poison you're sending them and they toss it in the wastebasket. Waste they don't read it. They don't read it. I think they come very quickly to con the conclusion, not that they've done something terrible, but that you are a maniac and nobody has to pay attention to what you say. That's what I think happens to hate letters. I think that's what happens to hate letters. And we have had a few years now where people have been so angry at politicians. They have been angry at our elected officials. And I think people have written a lot of hate letters. They don't get read. I know they don't get read. They get tossed. Here's what I think. If there's any way that you can take your anger and turn it into some kind of what I'll call love letter because it's, it's not gonna be actual love, but it's going to be something that lets these people know that even though you did this, I know you meant to do your best. And I know that I could really expect more of you. And something short and to that point, please give me a call at such and such. It's worth a try since they're not reading the hate letter. The other thing about writing a hate letter, which I discovered, is as I was writing it, my stomach was in a knot. 
my teeth were clenched. I was, I, I didn't feel good. I felt awful with every sentence of hatred that I put down on this piece of lovely stationery. I felt worse and worse. I did it anyway and I sent it anyway, as I've just told you, but it felt awful to write it because bad enough that these people were so, um, what would the word be? I mean, they were, they were, they were just awful. I mean, that'll, that'll be the word. They did everything kind of dishonest. They were dishonest. And everything that I categorized about their behavior just made me relive it. What would I want to do that for? It just made me sick to my stomach is the truth. Writing a love letter, writing a letter of appreciation, even if it's, and you have to be careful that it's not, you know, some kind of a passive aggressive thing. It should be an actual, that you think about it and you be able to sympathize with the other person or company and sympathize, yes. And somehow, here's the key, I think, somehow attribute the best to them. The best motivation, you say something that kind of lets them off the hook because the truth is when, and I, I, I've known this forever, and said it a lot, when you have somebody else on the hook, you're on that same hook. That hook isn't a one person thing. There's room for many people on that same hook. When you let somebody else off the hook, you let yourself off the hook as well. So that's what I wanna say about that. Yes, and I've noticed also, I've written to a couple of politicians and I have, well, I've actually written to politicians when I've appreciated something they've done, but I learned something. When you send a letter of appreciation to a politician, and I'm using that because that's my only experience in this particular type, and you laud them for what they have done, I think it has the net effect of encouraging them to do more of it. Whereas if you send a letter to a politician you don't like or who has just made a mess of these things, not gonna read it and it's not gonna do anything. If we, if we let people know, here it is. If we let people know that there's a way they can please us, they can satisfy us, I think they strive for that. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. Anyway, this is my short little lecture on hate letters. It is up to you whether you're gonna send one or not. If this will help you not bother, I'll be happy to have helped. Yes. If you will be encouraged to turn your anger into understanding and maybe, you know, some sort of forgiveness, although forgiveness letters, oh, you don't ever want to say, I forgive you. You don't want to use the word forgiveness or forgive. Heaven keep me far away from forgivers because you don't want to set yourself up as having that, you know, grand hype from which you can dole out forgiveness. I do recall kind of a, a, a tangential story here. One of the participants of a love letters workshop I did many, many years ago, as we're talking, we're in the talking stage of why write a letter, you know, why not a phone call? And one of the reasons is it's gonna drag you out of the shower or off the, you know, out of the bathroom. Phone calls interrupt 
letters do not. Anyway, it was the all the really wonderful reasons for writing a letter as your you know best way of communicating. So we get through all this, and everybody I can see, you know, they're, they they know who they're going to write to, and they're they're smiling. And one woman is just not smiling. She raises her hand. Yes. Can I write a hate letter? She asks. Start to laugh. I said, sure, you can. I said, that's not what this workshop is about, but you certainly can. I said, why don't you come talk to me before we actually sit down to do the writing? Let's just have a little chat. She did. It turns out that her hate letter, her letter of profound anger was directed at her best friend who had just bailed out on her. They lived in separate towns at this point. And this friend had just, you know, ghosted her, which we didn't say at the time, but that's what it was. And she was so angry at this woman. In conversation, it comes out that this woman has married a man who was very abusive. The first thing he did, which is not uncommon, is to cut his wife, her friend, off from all of her friendships. He didn't allow her friends to come in the house. He didn't allow her to communicate with them. He was terrible, just a terrible, abusive man. By the time we finished, and, and by the way, okay, by the time we finished talking about this, it was clear to this dear participant that what she felt was not anger at all. It was sorrow at a love gone ignored. It was such sorrow that she had lost what she had with this friend. She sat down and wrote a letter that was in fact a love letter that was essentially, you know, dear, my dear friend, um, I, I'm aware of what you've been through in the last few years and I miss you and what I miss about you is, you know, she kind of listed and then her, her last, line was, if you ever want to walk through the door again to me, it will always be open. And that was it. And it was a wonderful letter to send. My, the participant felt wonderful in writing it, which she would not have felt writing a hate letter, because it wasn't really hate she felt. By the way, it's important to distinguish whether you really feel hate or you feel some other kind of disappointment that is based on love or higher expectations as you might when you buy a new car from some company that assures you they'll always be there but then they've gone out of business three days later. Um, it's, it's so worth doing, it's so worth doing. And the truth is, did her husband ever let her have this letter? I don't know, I don't know, but the point is the participant who wrote it felt wonderful doing it. And she knew that she had left her door open. So if for whatever reason, this friend felt like getting in touch with her again, she could do so and not walk into a, a you know, a, a morass of anger. She could come through the door to her old friend and know that she would find love there. So that's what I have to say about hate letters. Again, the choice is yours. And I hope you make the right one. And I thank you for listening. Bye.